What's up guys, David here and welcome back to episode 8 of the FitPro Lead Gen Show with me, David Kyle. So it's been a few weeks since we released the last FitPro show and a lot has happened, especially here in the gym. As you can see, maybe you've seen from the last videos, all the tops of the walls were white before. We've painted them black, we've installed a TV onto the wall, we've got my zone coming next week. So for us at DK9 Fitness, we wanted to just brighten things that make things a bit more unique so we're going to paint black all the way around the whole gym so it kind of levels up we're going to get some sort of neon lights just to make it feel a bit more unique as well because it's all about client experiences we want clients to think from the minute they walk in that this place is different it's not just like those generic 20 pound a minute uh, 20 pound a month gyms so really think about that with your own facility or with your clients if you don't have a facility how you can make your service so unique that it really does stand out anyway as it's January now a lot of us are going to have to be doing our tax returns especially if you're a sole trader so if you don't have a limited company yet your tax returns may be all over the place with that but if you're a sole trader you're probably gonna have to do your tax returns now in January which means if you haven't been planning it throughout the whole year so far you could be in trouble because your tax bill could be quite high so I've been to chat with my accountant, we've recorded a chat, so he's going to go through a few things that really could help you get started with planning your tax. But before we jump on a call with him, I just want to give you a quick insight into what we do. So for us at DK9 Fitness, we have one separate business account. With that, we also have a savings account. Now in that savings account, every single week, we put 200 pound in there. The reason for that is come the end of the year, we don't want a massive tax bill. We're unsure about how much tax we need to save. Obviously, the accountant is going to be telling us roughly each month how much we need to be putting away. But every single week, without fail, we put £200 a week in the savings account. So come the end of the year, we've built up a nice big buffer. So no matter what the tax bill is, it doesn't feel like it's such a massive amount coming out of the account because we've got a savings account. So think about that. Go and get your main business account, go and open a separate business savings account and every week, without even thinking about it, set up a direct debit to put, say, 20, 50, 100, 200, 500, no matter, just think about how much your business has taken in and put a good amount of that away in the savings account, preferably in the one year's bond, the one year's ISA, so you're actually getting some interest on your savings, so when the tax bill does come, you're not scrambling around to find all this money to pay your taxes back. Anyway, that's enough of me talking. Let's jump straight into the chat I had with my accountant, James. So here we go with our accountant now, James Sullivan. Now we've been with James close to a year now and James basically does everything we need to do for DK9 Fitness and FitPro Legion. So I thought as it's January, it's becoming really close to the tax year, why not get James onto the show this week to give us more information about how you can help yourself, not just for him to sell himself, but for him to give you more advice on ways to help you save money do your tax returns better and just make sure you're not gonna to have to pay a massive fortune when it comes to your tax returns so welcome James hey. so tell me look, what is it you actually do for, for clients in general so people know what it is you do it's all about no one no one wants to pay tax um, but unfortunately 
like death, it's one of it's one of life's certainties. Um, so it's all about minimising the attacks exposure uh, as much as you can okay. by, by legitimate means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for somebody, let's say, brand new to the personal training or fitness industry, what what should they do from the from the get go? They've just qualified. What should they do to start really thinking? First thing, do get organised. Uh, I would. I would suggest setting up a separate bank account for the, for the business activity. So that's a business account and a personal account. Yes. Okay. So, so run two side by side. All the personal all the personal expenditure uh, goes through the one. Uh, all the business income and expenditure goes through the other. Obviously, you need to pay yourself. So transfer the money on a weekly or monthly basis, however you however you see fit. Um, but what that does is the business account. If you put all your business expenditure through it, when it comes to the end of the year, it's a lot easier to capture all of the costs. Okay. So yeah, so that's that's the the one main piece of advice because the last thing you want to do is miss out on costs. because uh, if you miss out on costs, you miss out on tax relief. So you, 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 your tax bill will be uh, higher as a result. So uh, would you recommend investing in something like Zero, uh, which we use, or QuickBooks, or can they generally keep track of most of this stuff themselves? I'm a, I'm an advocate of Zero. Uh, I, it does far more than just, just listing transactions. So, uh, if the business is, has got, if the business has a lot of potential, it can give you a lot of reporting power. To start with, spreadsheets are a must. Uh, I would say that that should be the bare, bare minimum that that people do, uh, because unless you know what the business is making, you don't know whether to whether to stop and, and, and go employed, for example, for, for an easier life. So it's, it's so spreadsheets are going to be a minimum. If you want a bit more analytics, uh, then something like Zero, which which tends to be the, the, the easier one for, for, for clients to use, uh, is, is also an option. Okay. okay, so carrying on from there then, should people have two accounts, maybe a business and a business savings account, or is one account more than enough? Having a business savings account is a good idea. Yeah. Um, because if you put, if you squirrel away uh, 20% of what you earn, uh, the tax bill at the end of the year isn't going to be as painful. Uh, if you if you assume that that money is is HMRCs, then you you won't be crying into your cornflakes in the on the morning of the 31st of January. Yeah. So yeah. That that is advisable. So what? How can you possibly work out how much tax you need to put away every month? Then is there any tips or guidelines, or should you just put hundred hundred pound a week away? Depending on on the earnings, um, an accountant would be able to look at your earnings, guesstimate your, your tax bill, and for example, give a percentage. Say okay, based on you're going to earn thirty thousand pound a year. Yeah. Of that thirty thousand pound, you need to put twenty percent away. Okay. For example, uh, if your earnings going to be lower, it's going to be a lesser percentage because of the tax-free uh, amount, which is twelve and a half thousand. If it's going to be more, then obviously you're going to be hitting higher rate taxes. So the percentage you have to put away is going to be greater. Okay. So keeping with that, then you've been putting your money away. You've been using something like zero. Is it better to get a bookkeeper, or you reckon you can do most of it yourself? To start with, you can do most of it yourself. Uh, I would only instruct a bookkeeper when you become too busy to do your own admin. Yeah. Because if you're too busy, it means you're earning money. If you're earning money, you can pay for a bookkeeper to do uh, to your books. Again, you focus on things that you're good at, yeah. uh, and you 
get other people in to help uh, where, where you're maybe not so good or where you can use that time far more wisely by, uh, by doing more classes, for example, rather than sitting down in front of the spreadsheet. Perfect, okay. And final question then, when it comes to choosing your accountants, like we recommended yourself, we're working with you now, how can somebody find an accountant that's going to work for them? What kind of things do they need to look out for? There's a, there's, there's a vast, vast um, range of accountants on the, on the market. Uh, from the from the big boys, uh, UK PMGs, um, PricewaterhouseCoopers, etc., um, all the way through to um, one-man band accountants. So knowing knowing what you need is key. Yeah. Um, when you're starting up, there is no there is no point in going to the the, the KPMGs in the world because number one, their fees are going to be astronomical um, for what you need to start off with, and and two, you probably need a personal touch as well. So I would tend to go for uh, the smaller end to start with until the business sort of grows. Um, then it becomes a, a case of how do you decide between the small accountants out there. Uh, there are accreditations and qualifications that accountants should have. Yeah. Uh, I would suggest that people use uh, accountants that are ICAW registered or ACCA registered. Uh, because at least then they've passed the necessary qualifications uh, to be able to uh, know what they, what advice they're giving, basically. Uh, anyone, unfortunately, can call, can call themselves an accountant. Um, but what ends up happening is things go wrong, clients get hurt, usually financially, um, and they eventually realise that their previous accountant was... Uh, and qualified, um, and by that time it's too late. They're already in a financial mess. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So qualifications are, are key. Um, also experience and recommendation. So recommendations from people in in our industry is the is the one valuable marketing tool. Uh, so if we do a good job and we know we know what we're doing people, our clients then refer us to other people that, that need help. Perfect. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay, so it was really interesting to hear what James had to say, especially at the end when he was talking about finding the right accountant. Now, for us, we did take a while to find somebody. We did try out trying to work with people online because we thought if we work with more specialist fitness people online, it would be really good. But what we really noticed was by having a personal accountant, somebody who was just up the road, it was easy for us just to pop up there, ask him questions, sit down, have a cup of tea, go through everything we needed to do, and it felt a lot more personal. So depending on what your accountant situation is, finding somebody who's really close to somebody you could contact all the time and sit down and go, your, go through your tax planning, your savings and all that stuff, that's a really good idea. Also, finding somebody who is qualified too to make sure you're not getting yourself in trouble because if they get it wrong, it's not them that has to worry about it. It's going to be you because when they get it wrong, it's going to cost you an absolute fortune to fix those problems.
And then how he went on about, you could probably manually do your books yourself. So this is what we did for the first couple of years. We downloaded the bank statements every month. We put them in an Excel spreadsheet and we ticked off what we were spending, what was coming in, what the kind of products were that we were buying or selling. Then it was kind of easy for us at the end of every January to put it into the tax return and it would tell us roughly how much tax we had to pay. The biggest thing for us, what I said at the start, was having that separate savings account. By having that separate savings account, we never had to worry about how much money we had to pay at the end of the year because we had a nice big pot of cash that we could more or less give over right away. If it was more, then we just had to dip into our business account. But most of the time, the money we were saving or putting away into our savings account would cover it and would be a little bit extra as a nice little bonus. Anyway, thanks for watching today's FitPro Lead Gen show. If you have any requests for future episodes moving forwards, do let us know. But also, I'm not sure if you've noticed, we also do a daily FitPro show too now. So all the emails and all the posts that we put out every single day, we're now recording them as a video too and posting them across YouTube and all the social media channels. So if you're not following us on one of the social media channels, make sure you do head over and jump on those so you can watch the FitPro daily shows. Again, thanks for watching and I'll speak to you all soon. Cheers.